Hello, and welcome to CEO by Design. I'm Elise Fee for Holistic Fashionista Radio. I'm a life expansion coach, and I help executives and entrepreneurs who have a high standard of excellence and are searching for grander possibilities in their lives. Whether you're moving on after a major life change, feeling overwhelmed by stress or anxiety, wanting to master your attitudes about finances, work, family, or even relationships, or want to discover your calling and passion in life, I can adeptly guide you. Today, we're talking about how to find out how your fear can fuel you, how to learn what's on the flip side of fear, and why you want to experience that emotion more often instead of fear. So if fear has been holding you back or getting in your way, you won't want to miss this show. Stay tuned. So let's talk a little bit about fear. Fear about what other people might think, fear about breaking the rules, fear about not conforming to what society says you should do, fear about failing. Let's take a look at these. First, let's look at the fear of what other people think you should do. A lot of times, when we worry more about what other people think than what we think, we end up creating a box for ourselves. We end up feeling restricted and without freedom. And so when we fear what other people will think, we might end up doing what's not what we think is best for us. And so that fear ends up becoming a restrictor, a block. The next time you fear what other people might think, stop and query yourself, what do I think? What's right for me that I know is true? And pay attention to that. That will lead you to freedom. Let's also look at the freedom to not fear failure. So many people fear failure, but it's really important that we are okay with failing because otherwise we'll never try anything. If we were afraid to fail, we would never learn to ride a bike. We would never learn a new skill or talent. We would never play an instrument or learn a new sport. So it's important to redefine this fear of failure. So let's look at the word failure and redefine it. How about if we look at failures as something that we tried that didn't work? or wasn't right for us. And so rather than seeing it as a negative, we can see it as something we can check off that wasn't a good fit. It didn't work for us, and we're going to try something different. We can then tune back into our inner inspiration and try another avenue, another method, or another approach. And if that fails, once again, we figured out what didn't work. So there's really nothing to fear here unless we create that fear internally, but there's nothing in reality for it to be based on. Now let's take a look at what happens when we fear not conforming. So many times we are given rules that we're supposed to follow. This is how your business should run. This is how you're supposed to market. This is what it should look like. But if that doesn't fit you, then you probably are going to fail. 
it's really important to face what's important to you, how you work, what your personality and your style are like, and make sure that your business is going to work for you and with you. Make sure that you are not trying to fit yourself a square peg into society's predetermined round hole because it's just not going to work. So it's really important to let go of fear. Now here's a technique for how to do that. One of the ways that you can let go of fear is actually to stop and face it. Literally look at the fear. Face it in the light of day. Shine the light on it. Look at it from every possible angle. What is the worst thing that could happen if this fear were realized? Would you survive? Could you live through that? Is it really going to be that bad? Or are you making it out to be worse than you think? So here's a way to face your fears. If you're inspired and you've looked at it logically as well and done the best you can to prevent problems and to think ahead, then give it your all. Let go and give it your best effort. Give it everything you've got. And when you're done, sit back and let go of any attachment to how it turns out. And I know that's hard. But if you can do that, then let the outcome be what it will be and just see if it was success or quote-unquote a failure. It's that old adage, do your best and then rest because you can't control the outcome. The only thing you can control is your effort and where you direct your efforts. That's all you can do. So the worst that could happen is it doesn't succeed. And that's the biggest fear most people have to face. Now, how can you use your fear to fuel you? Well, something you might not know is that the other side of fear If it were a coin and we flipped it over, the opposite side of fear is excitement. Think about it. The opposite side of anxiety is excitement. Anxiety is a form of fear. And so on the other side of fear is that energy, that excitement energy. And if you can let go of the part that is fear-based and restrictive and making you want to constrict and hold you back, and you can flip the coin and embrace and step into that exciting energy of excitement, of inspiration, it will fuel you. It will power you. It will give the the oomph behind your inspiration, behind your idea. So when you have a fear, stop, look, and face the fear. That's really the secret. And then flip it over and step in to the excitement, the other side of fear. You know, honestly, as a human being here on this planet, it's more than likely that you will experience fears, worries, and doubts at some point in your business and in your life. Our society tends to see these experiences as negative, that people people think we should avoid or maybe even be ashamed of, or at the least, something we shouldn't admit to having experienced or felt. But you know, just like that proverbial monster in your closet as a child, 
the feelings of fear will only grow bigger and stronger if we avoid, ignore, or wallow in them. It's only when we acknowledge, accept, and understand these feelings that they become literally a non-issue and are quite manageable. There's lots of different ways of viewing the feelings of fear, and I've just covered a few. Now I'd like to give you a couple real-life examples about dealing with fear. So let's look at an example with Sophia. She is getting ready to leave her executive job and go out on her own. She's been in the executive world for 15 years, and although she knows it's time to go, and it is her choice to leave, she feels anxious about the impending change and worried about what her future holds. Sophia Sophia can choose to focus on the anxiety and the worry and make it bigger and scarier, or she can look at them as indicators of change, and instead she can decide to focus on that excitement that she's feeling about the possibilities for her future, the unknown opportunities that lie in wait for her, and whatever wonderful new adventures she'll undertake in a challenging new role. Pima Chodron once said, fear is a natural reaction to moving closer to the truth. And I would say to moving closer to your truth. This is an indicator of how close you're getting to what's true for you. So when you feel fear or anxiety, pay attention. Something big and important is happening. And it's big and valuable as an experience for you. So much so that your inner knowing is trying to get your attention by activating these alert signals in your body, like doubt, worry, or anxiety. So here's another real-life example. Carlos used to be a painter, and he painted all the time. But then his life got busy with a job that he took to pay the bills, and he had other responsibilities, and so his paints lay unused for several years. Whenever friends would suggest that he should pick up his paints again, he would feel anxious and doubt whether he still had the talent or the creativity that he used to have. He was afraid to know the truth. Could he paint? Was that creativity and talent still there? These feelings were indicators for him that painted a certain aspect of his truth and something for him to consider and reflect on. So in general, when doubts and fears arise, we typically don't want to look at them. We don't want to look at what they're pointing out to us. Why? Well, because then we might have to acknowledge that we've been avoiding doing something that's meaningful and inspired. And when we recognize that, it can trigger self-judgment, criticism, or even guilt. So rather than address the situation, we convince ourselves that it's just easier to ignore it. But if it really is our truth, then ignoring it will only make it go away temporarily. So as you stumble upon and uncover your truth, it's natural to feel some doubt and fear. Make a conscious decision to focus instead on the other side of fear, on the excitement and the anticipation of playing in your inspiration, of diving into the juice the creative juice, and choose to walk through your feelings and discover that newfound freedom is awaiting you. For when you face your fears, 
when you have the courage to do that, on the other side of fear is freedom. Thanks for tuning in to Holistic Fashionista Radio. I'm Elise Fee, your life expansion coach at www.eliseonlife.com. That's eliseonlife.com. To learn more about Holistic Fashionista, please visit www.holisticfashionista.com. Thanks so much.